0: Hello and welcome into Bucks Insider, presented by Ticketmaster. I am Scott Smith, and I'm joined by staff writer reporter Brianna Dix. And no, this is not what this show normally <laughs> looks like. Our excellent host, Casey Phillips, is a little under the weather. Yeah. So Bree is stepping in, and Casey's probably sitting at home laughing at me, trying to fill this host role. But onward we go. And you know what? I think the last laugh is probably on Casey because we have a really fun game to talk yes, about from last weekend we and an interesting one coming up. So I'm gonna throw yes. it right to you. Bucks win twenty to seventeen yes in minnesota what are your biggest takeaways from that game
1: i think the thing for me was the adjustments on both sides of the ball this team came in with a chip on their shoulder and they played like it you know offensively got off to a sluggish start only had 95 yards from scrimmage in the first half but i really think that touchdown connection between baker mayfield mike evans before half really kind of flipped the switch you know evans did what evans does with the double move hit the corner post for the touchdown and then right out of halftime, Baker Mayfield led a methodical nine-minute drive, culminating in a Trey Palmer touchdown. They really rallied, showed the perseverance, and I really think no one embodied that more than Baker Mayfield, lowering the shoulder for that third down, getting the first down, and that lethal stiff arm. The
0: angry run. The
1: angry run. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> which we get a good look out of here. Oh, yes. And uh, what's he say to the guy? Get your Excellent. weight up. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love it. So,
0: uh, yeah, that yes. was a good start. Now, the defense also really kept them in the game, right, while the Buccaneers were yes. trying to get it going on offense. Right.
1: And first, Justin Jefferson in the first half really exploited the voids and coverage, you know, on the shallow crossers, the skinny posts, the in cuts. He had 138 yards in the first half. And then second half, once again, liked the offense, made the adjustments, and they held him to just two receptions for 12 yards.
0: That's something.
1: Yes big change. And then obviously the three takeaways that we're going to get into, I think really kind of helped that team stay in the game.
0: I agree with all of that. I would add one thing, and it's the thir- you kind of covered two phases of the game. It's the third phase of the game, the special teams. It was a really excellent start for the Buccaneers. You could see on coverage that they have succeeded in adding the speed that they talked about during the offseason. Yes. They wanted to add speed to the roster in general. I think you saw that especially on special teams. And that was really helpful when mm-hmm. Jake Camarda was hanging you know, 60-yard punts high up in the air. Guys like Zion McCullum and Josh Hayes are meeting the return man right. as he's getting the ball. Uh, so it was a great game for, for uh, the punter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously our new kicker, Chase McLaughlin, hits yes. a 57-yarder. And the great thing about that was that Todd Bowles said that was uh, just a normal decision for them. Mm-hmm. They did not have a hard time deciding because really like that, that hung in the balance right there. If they miss, don't make that field goal, there's five minutes left in the game and you're giving the ball to the Vikings almost at midfield. So you have to be really confident Mm -hmm. in your kicker, but they've seen him make make them every day in practice. It was in a dome, there was no win. So like, this is just a normal thing now. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that, this team didn't have that in the past. So that's a big change for the Buccaneers. So I would say special teams, when you win a game by three points and it's back and forth the whole time, if your special teams are that good, you can really call them a winning edge. Now, another guy I'd like to talk about, the Buccaneers kept 13 rookies yes. on their uh, active roster, which was amazing. Ten of them played in this game. Mm-hmm. Several of them made big impacts. One of them was Christian Isian, Yes. the rookie safety out of Rutgers, who is the starting slot corner. And just talk about him a little bit.
1: Yes. Well, he had had several key tackles in space but then also i think the big thing was his goal line interception he essentially stole the ball from kj uh, Osborne. i don't, still don't
0: know how he did that <laughs>
1: i don't either and i think really that play personified what the coaching staff has been preaching on finishing you know finishing at the top of rushes finishing tackles and he played through the whistle took the ball away and gave the ball back to the offense
0: and we just got to see the clip there and you saw at the end that he was hit kind of blindsided by Justin Jefferson it's a legal play because he's a yes. ball carrier but it still was kind of shocking I'm glad he held on to the ball but we do know now it's Thursday and we've had our first injury mm-hmm. report he is in the concussion. concussion protocol we'll have to see how that goes that may mean he has to miss a game sometimes you know if they pass the steps quickly enough they can get, he can get out in time for the game so we don't know yet we'll know a little bit more after practice today but that's just something to keep an eye on with christian is now mm-hmm. another one of the bucks defensive backs who we've already seen through the last four years making huge plays anton winfield jr yes homecoming to minnesota he was all over the field was he not
1: yes that he was and i think one of my favorite plays maybe other than chris godwin the fingertip grab at oh the end, boy was the strip sack in recovery by antoine Winfield jr and i feel like this play was the todd Bowles exotic blitz package in true fashion you had kalijah cansey the occupied two blockers kind of opened things up from teammates Devin white, Devin white fired yep. through mm-hmm. the b gap quickly bypassed the vikings fullback cj ham and was just a second behind antoine right. winfield who shot through the c gap knocked down cousins knocked out the ball and recovered yeah so i mean just re- reverting back to that free safety role but i feel like what's kind of exciting is the coaching staff is still using him in the box a little bit to showcase that physicality in his closing downhill burst but man what a game from him and Devin white as well who led the team with 12 tackles you know todd Bowles specifically emphasized how well he did on limiting the viking screen game and i don't feel like there's many linebackers in the nfl who can plant their foot, pivot, and then flow to the opposite side of the field to drop a rusher in his tracks, and Devin White is able to do that, and we saw that against the Vikings. So
0: we just saw in the graphic there, Antoine Winfield Jr. has 10 sacks since 2020 when he came into the league. That's the most by any defensive back in the NFL in that span. He's just really good at it, and if you want to see you mentioned it a little bit, a breakdown of how that play worked, Uh, you go to Buccaneers.com and watch the film session with Rondé Barber. He breaks that down. Essentially, it became a five man rush, but all five guys were coming from the same side. Right. And the fullback had to choose between Devin and Antoine Winfield. I guess I kind of just gave away everything I <laughs> said. But another thing, <laughs> hey, I, as I said, I'm filling in as the host here, so I didn't get everything right. I forgot to mention when we were talking about Christian Issian that he's just the, if you don't count strike players from 1987, he's just the fourth player in Bucks history to get an interception in his very first game. Uh, the first one since 2000, I think I wrote that wrong because I think it was 2010, but in any case, first one, <laughs> boy, I'm all over the place here. The right? <laughs> uh, uh, first one since EJ Biggers, who I remember well. The yeah. other two are before my time. Cecil Johnson was actually a linebacker. These guys are the only Jeez. ones in team history who've had an interception in their very first game. So welcome to the NFL. Already making yeah. That's awesome. So, all right, great win. A road win to start the season yes. is an awesome thing. Now the Buccaneers turn their attention to the Chicago Bears, who are coming here to Raymond James Stadium to play week two here. Uh, it's another former NFC Central foe for the Buccaneers. Yes, it's uh, The Buccaneers are slightly favored, but only slightly favored at home, which means around the, the nation. People think this is going to be a pretty good matchup, a pretty close game. The biggest challenge for the Buccaneers has got to be stopping Justin Fields on the run, correct?
1: Yes. He is so shifty in the open field. And I think when you look at his numbers, what's most impressive is that Chicago doesn't really tailor their system around his mobility like the Eagles do with Jalen Hurts or like the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson with the RPOs. But the majority of his runs come on scrambles. But that he still has that much success, he creates that other gap that defenders have to defend against. And I think one of the most telling stats. For him that i read was as of december last year there were four quarterbacks in the top 10 in forced missed tackles per attempt and justin fields was number one at 30.3 percent so for the bucks defense being disciplined in their run fits and setting the edge is definitely going to be a key against i
0: mean we know todd bowles is a very aggressive defensive play caller it would not be surprising to see a good number of blitz as their blitzes as there were in week one against the vikings and you have to do that probably and you want to try to rattle the young quarterback but as you said you have to be careful because you don't want to open up lanes for him to get out because this dude is fast last year he had he was clocked at over 20 miles per hour on nine carries and the only player in the NFL who did that more often by one 10 was Tyree Kill, oh who's basically gosh. the fastest human in yes. the league, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you can see what the Bucks are up against there. And, and they also, as Coach Bowles pointed out, they have a real nice three-headed backfield in Khalil yes. Herbert, Dante Foreman, and the rookie Roshan Johnson, mm-hmm. who had a nice opening game. So there's a lot for the Buccaneers' defense to contend with in this game. But as we saw in, game, in week one, they seem to be back in that swarming form. And, right. and really, I know their emphasis is on stopping the run. Uh, because they were the best in the league for three years, and then last year kind of dipped a little bit, so Mm -hmm. they want to get back to that. So this will be a great test of that. We're all going to enjoy watching it, and we enjoyed having you watch us in our new roles here on Buccaneers Insider. Thanks for for sticking with us here with the Buccaneers, and we'll see you next week, probably with Casey back in this spot right here. (laughs)